Hi there, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Totally Unscripted. So uh, <clears throat> this is um, a really nice episode um, where we look at automation within Google Workspace. Uh, and as part of that, we're, we're looking at the, uh, a new platform called Zemfy. Um, as part of this episode, there are um, a number of kind of demos that we went through. So uh, you may want to just dip into the, the video version of this recording just to see how that works. And um, you can also try out Zemfy for yourself. So they have a, a generous free tier. Um, so you can um, set Zemfy up yourself and um, have a go creating some of your own flows. Uh, so without further ado, uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode and look forward to seeing you next time. And we are live. Welcome to this latest episode of Totally Unscripted. My name is Martin Hoxie. And as ever, I am joined by Charles Maxson. Hi, Charles. Hello. And Steve Webster. Hi, Steve. Hi. So I think we've, we've this is a, a great show. I think we've t touched upon this topic a couple of times before, the whole thing of how do you automate your, your workflows and processes. You know, it's kind of one of the staples for app script developers, I think, um, in terms of, you know, kind of their focus. But we're also increasingly aware that this um, no-code movement, which we, um, I think we should all embrace and love as well, um, is, is with us. We can do productivity. We can um, uh, get others doing productivity as well. So we can still be the guiding lights, I think. Would uh, you agree? I believe you've heard me say 100 times probably, right? We are solution developers, not code developers. And if I can solve a problem, whether it's no code or it's low code, whether it's a little bit of app script, or in this case, maybe no app script, I think there's room to uh, to really improve the way, not just that we can de develop solutions, but also get other people building solutions. Mm. And I think our, our guests today really, really hit the mark on that. And uh, just real quick for folks uh, listening in, um, the product we're about to show is this is not an endorsement or unendorsing either way, just a really cool technology that solves a lot of problems that we want to have them on the show and really explain it. Uh, Steve, yourself, you, you've written a lot of solutions that are probably redundant over and over um, for workflow, right? Workflow is probably one of the most common things people ask you for. Um, what do you think about a tool like this actually helping augment the way people work? Yeah, I mean, on one hand, when someone, let's say, invests into Google Workspace, they want to leverage what their investment. So they'll just fill in that gap with a little extra automation or approval workflows. But in this case, they're taking a step further to say, well, we can build on that platform and just have a drag and drop experience. So I'm looking forward to uh, today's discussion. Let's bring it up. I think is, well, I, well, yes, uh, I think as well, this is probably you know what Google have done incredibly well with Workspace and G Suite and its previous incarnations is, is created an ecosystem where you know, our our uh, our guests can actually enhance that platform for us. So, without further ado, we're going to bring on Vahid and uh, Aravin. So, welcome to the show. Um, so, yes, you you're essentially automation and um, you know workspace uh, customization experts. Really, it, should we? Uh, Start with you, Vahid. Do you want to just um, give us a bit of background about your, your yourself and, and what's Zemfy's doing? Um, yeah, sure. Hello, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone all around the board uh, listening to us. And thanks for having me on the show. Um, yeah, as you mentioned, you know uh, the low code, no code, um, probably no code. Uh, is picking up, and as for myself, you know, I've been doing the workflow automation for a good 10, past 10 years of my, my professional life. Um, been busy doing it in other platforms, you know, uh, main focus, my main focus used to be a Microsoft. Now we recently, you know, with ZP, I've shifted focus to um, another uh, awesome platform, Google Workspace. <laughs> I said it right, I didn't say G Suite. <laughs> <laughs> So, Aravin, uh, what's your? Um, so, I think you're the one of the co-founders of Zemfy. Is that right? 
Yeah, um, I'm one of the co-founders uh, the, um, uh, for Zenfi. So I too was, um, I came from a Microsoft background, so dabbled in SharePoint and Workflow and worked in the no-code uh, automation space for a while. And uh, after that, I moved on to doing some other things, but still was very interested in um, types of rules engine, workflow engine, things that allow you to easily customize your processes. And uh, that's when uh, I, I met Wahid. Uh, we were doing uh, no-code stuff. And um, yeah, that's that's my experience and how uh, we came in. So I, I know we're a bit biased in this audience, but what kind of made you guys select Google Workspace and, and shift over from your Microsoft world to go Google? Um, sure, I mean, I mean I, uh, in, in short, I start from the end. Uh, the opportunity we saw is really big there, right? <clears throat> they said that, uh, looking at the Google Workspace, um, you see a lot of really, really good offerings there. There's sheets, whether it's forms, whether it's docs, whether um, uh, it's slides, and just a lot of really good offerings. And I um, and I really enjoy getting to know them more and more. The more I learn, the better for me, uh, the more I like them. Now, the link was kind of missing in the low-code space, you know, with um, um, with the focus, you know, what Access Script was the or is has been the automation story there, you know, you see. So it's an awesome, um, um, an easy programming language, but it's still a programming language. So, and then when we looked at it, we saw the opportunity there, you know, there's a lot of people loving this platform, a lot of people using it, you know, religiously, you know, they, they love it. And then as, as, the, as there's more, even more system are being added to the mix outside of the Google uh, workspace, you know, because you do CRM, you do other stuff. You know, we saw the need there to be able, you know, to orchestrate your uh, your processes amongst these uh, already really good uh, offerings from Google workspace and external ones as well. And uh, yeah, that's, I guess, hmm. that's what happened. I mean, yeah, I guess uh, even for me, like I did some work with uh, uh, um, Google Workspace and it was quite new for me. I was learning a lot of stuff. And um, there was this thing we had to um, uh, automate some processes. Um, and um, when I took a look at stuff, uh, it was great, right? Because uh, all your products were born in the cloud, very good set of APIs, mm. well documented. There are good SDKs for all languages. So if I put my developer hat on, it's it's a no brainer. Oh, I can do and things like DocGen and like like Sheets and all of that. It's really awesome. Uh, because we came from the no-code um, background, we were like, hold on a second, why isn't there something that is really integrated into um, a Google Workspace at the time? So we had a look and we saw, we, you had these, uh, a lot of these other players like integration platforms, they had connectors into Google Workspace, but it was kind of uh, on the side. So you go there and you kind of connect in and you can pull some data. So we were we were thinking, we wanted to have a solution that feels it is integrated into Google Workspace and it's like an extension so people feel at ease, uh, you know, even if it's a UI construct or how you do things. Similar to, um, for example, uh, how Microsoft used to have Power Automate for their SharePoint platform. Mm. It feel, uh, felt like a much more integrated experience. So um, that's how we decided, uh, you know what, let's uh, give it a go and see if we can build such a platform. And um, yeah, we, we are really excited with the outcome. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we know, you know, most of the folks again tuning in have a development background, um, but you know, no code is targeted <clears throat> at a different segment of user, although it can be something developers use. Who would you say is the, is the target user, the use case uh, for your tool? I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is, we, the, the way no code is positioned, I agree, is positioned, so you create non-developers to be able to create solutions, as you mentioned, rightly so, right, which is absolutely right. However, it's, it's not the only thing. Now, let's take a step back, let's zoom out a bit, and mm -hmm. let's look at the automation in first place. <clears throat> I really, we all know the value of automation and why we need to do it at this stage, right? You know, the world is digitizing, you know, um, maybe, I don't know, 15 years ago, it was a matter of, you know, staying competitive. I guess if you're not looking at it now, it's a matter of, you know, staying in business if you're not automated. Because that means your um, cost of operation is gonna go up 
And worse than that, your ser the service you're going to provide is not going to be able to compete with the competition. Small companies will um, take over the bigger ones and provide better service faster. And on the other hand, it's just an expected thing. It's in a day-to-day -day life, the digital format of it. So in summary, we all know the value of automation. And a lot of automation have been ha have been happening. You know, um, um, we, we the, the whole doesn't matter which industries, some more, some less. They've been automating their processes. Now the question is, um, where, what type of processes they've been automating, and how they've been automating? So the focus, obviously, naturally, has been uh, they have been uh, has been on the more complex and strategic processes, right? You've got a spectrum, you know, on the more complex one, which absolutely they're, they're fit for coding, for development, you know. Whether it's apps escape or other languages, doesn't matter, they're fit for that. And those ones have been doing good, there's still a lot of way to go there. And, and we all know there's limited IT professionals in the board, very limited. Mm -hmm. You know, we all like it to be in this industry at this point in time, I'd say, you know, which is a lot of demand. So what it means is that there's, whole heaps of small processes in the company, you know, that they um, they need to be automated. Uh, whether it's a uh, HR team wants to do stuff or sales team wants to automate a bit of the process or make two systems talk to each other and put something in place. What they do, they naturally go to IT <clears throat> and they put a lot of pressure on IT professionals, developers, you know, hey, can you, write me an app to do this thing. Um, and can you write me an app to do that, you know, for this bit of, you know, my onboarding process, you know. And but it doesn't end there because next week they're going to come back and say, hey, can you change this thing because this legislation got changed and we need to do this first and, you know. So with IT, if you're a developer, you're IT, you know, um, what it keeps distracting you, keeps putting a lot of pressure on you, and as a company as a whole, it's not um, it's not going to help. So bringing that down to the developers, it is actually something you know uh, developers can benefit. And in our um, previous uh, previous slide and living in, in current ones, we see quite a few of our users, they're developers. What they do is that they use to uh, the tools like Zephyr or other no-code tools to automate the, uh, the smaller processes quickly or enable people to automate them. Um, and then they can focus on their own stuff, the bigger stuff that they have to focus on. Uh, a very good example, which is very recent, you know, um, um, developer wanted to automate, you know, um, Google Workspace group creation, you know, is what he was telling us, uh, he was in the IT team of one of the bigger companies, and it gets a lot of ad hoc requests. Hey, can you create this group for me? Can you mm -hmm. or, can you add me to that group? Can you remove this person from this group? So what he did, he uh, in our case, he used Zenfi, of course. He, uh, his team used Zenfi, created a form. You know, uh, a request comes in. The only thing he does, he says, hey, I approve this thing, and then everything is automated. So, and I mean, he was telling us, he's pretty happy and I can, I can only see why he's happy because a lot of pressure, a lot of, in his case, we say noise because he needs to he's, uh, focus his aim on the more strategic stuff. I think that's one of the things is um, with my kind of IT systems admin hat on is the more I could automate was the more I could remove human error. Mm. particularly with data it's like as soon as you've got someone entering one thing in one one area and yeah. even if they have to just copy and paste it's amazing how often copy and paste goes wrong um do you, do you see other kind of common problems people are, are using uh, you know automation to to solve so you mentioned google groups uh, creation there are there any kind of other common use cases that people are hitting your platform with um, sure. I mean, we, again, it goes in a wider spectrum. And from the developer admin side, you know, there's quite a few things. That is more around the administration of the Google Workspace, you know, suspending an account or onboarding account. If you're going to HR team, you know, one of the typical one has been the hiring and uh, employee onboarding. We've seen that being used. Like, as another side note, you know, we have another um, uh, one of our user customers in the 
around the New York, you know, uh, what she's not a developer, she's like an operation manager and stuff, right? So what happens is um, the onboarding process, they were getting the a background check as a first step, right? And they've done it, they're automated, but something got changed. They figured, you know, it's not the best thing because they're doing it through XML thing and takes time. They wanted to bring it to do it in pattern. And for her, it was just a matter of, um, I'm gonna show you something like that, dragging and dropping and pressing publish. Um, and I think it's, we got a, a, a cap, uh, Kevin's um, got a great comment there. Um, I think we've got a, a, a possible demo lined up. So I think so that people can piece this together. Should we show show them what Zemphi can do and um, how, sure. how people interact with it? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. The picture is worth a thousand words. It's, it's, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. So. Um, as, as I said, when you land on a Zenfi as a, a workflow automation platform, uh, this is the main screen you see, and everything in Zenfi revolves on a concept of a flow, which maps most of them map to have into one process. Now, in our case, let's jump right into it. You know, I've got a, I just came up with a, an imaginary scenario. I've got a list of employees here and a sheet. I keep them in a sheet, but I can, uh, it can come from anywhere. Let me zoom in a bit. Yeah. Um, like going with the Avengers team. And <laughs> yeah, I know I, by the way, I know Wonder Woman is not part of the Avengers, but we just, she applied, it was good, and we hired her you know, as part of Avengers. So um, so we've got a list, just a simple list, can go as big as you want. And what we want to do, we want to um, go and greet those employees on demand, generate a thank you certificates for them. You know, in this case, it's going to be a Google slide template I've got. And then um, <clears throat> export that to PDF, create a mail merge, uh, and send it, send a PDF uh, to them as an email. Sounds good. All right, let's <laughs> let's right into it. So I'm gonna go and start. So the, the flows can start based on various things, you know, kind of start um, based on manual, which in our case I'm gonna could, use or scheduled or you could can you just zoom in a bit? Uh, sure. Make it a bit there. Um, there we go, perfect. So a schedule flow, as the name says, you can say run it every minute, every hour, every once a year, or at this specific point in time. HTTP is a gateway to connect any system to Zenfi, basically. And you can watch a folder and say whenever a file is added to this folder, you know, go and start a process. Uh, very useful for um, document generation scenario, or lead generation, or uh, um, contract stuff. And, um, or when you receive an email, and do stuff or when if someone submits a form. Um, let me go right into it and start doing the flow. Um, so um, our flow is gonna start with um, a manual trigger. First thing I wanna do, and on the right hand side, on the left hand side, you can see uh, you've got actions. Um, first thing I wanna do, I wanna go and uh, read all those rules uh, from that um, sheet. And the way it is done, uh, everything is Zenfi. It's like a, a flowchart. Um, uh, it's uh, you've got building blocks, and the building blocks, you know, the sequence is really important as well. Now, a sheet is one of the things you know we and especially our in the team put in a lot of effort to um, uh, to make the um, experience really good. Uh, I've already created a connection, so uh, so that I've got access to that file. Let me go and. The folder, select the file, uh, employees, and I'm going to select the, where is the data coming from, from this specific sheet. And this is where uh, uh, and I'm going to say go and read all the rows. And this is where it gets interesting because I say, you know, my sheet has got headers. So instead of me having to deal with column A, column B, and stuff, go and uh, auto infer the headers. I can, if I want, I can change the name of them. And from this point onward, all these informations are available to be at the name, user ID, assigned on, email, and all those things. So basically just going back, you see these, these headers. Now that I've got a list of employees, um, this is I go to the control pro for each one of them. I wanna I wanna loop through the employees, go through each one of them. Uh, and the way I do 
you see how I put the redraws first. Now the output of that is available to the subsequent actions or subsequent building blocks. I'm going to go and uh, look through all the rows in there. And what we say, we say we want to generate um, a, a certificate for each one of them. Then I come here, I use um, generated slide. I put it in here so it's available to the context of the existing um, uh, employee that I'm I'm working on. Let's select the file again. All interacting with uh, Google Drive. Um, now uh, the way we do the document merge, whether it's slide or Google Docs, um, is just by using this token. You know, double curly braces. Put it. Put it there. I've got one here. Uh, one down here, and here, and and here. Okay. Now, here's where the magic is going to happen. As soon as I select this, <clears throat> down the bottom, they're all going to happen. Uh, they're all going to show up here. I'm going to zoom in a bit here so you can see. You know, all those four is going to happen here. Now, mm -hmm. I've got options. I can go and say, I can hard code some of this thing. I can say 2021. Uh, I'll just say Feb. It's 12 in Melbourne, Australia. Some of you yesterday, uh, uh, 12 here. Feb 12, 2021. I can hard code it, or even better, I can dynamically populate these fields from the whatever is available to me in the flow. Now, if I select this one, you see uh, uh, the, the item I'm lo looking through, all the properties. This is column A, column B, column C. Now, they're very much available in a um, uh, useful format to me. I'm going to quickly put them here. I'm going to put employee name here, and I can do the same here. I use manager name. Yes, um, uh, a manager. And also manager title. I guess this is a manager title. And I'm going to say also generate PDF. And you know what? When you generate a PDF or when you generate a slide, go and store it in this specific folder. Generated document. I'm going to construct a document name automatically, dynamically. Uh, um, again, I'm, I'm pressing add sign. Pressing add sign is the same as you know, open up this thing and uh, selecting the property. It just makes it a lot easier. Uh, so I use the employee name as the name of that document. So we already are generating this slide. This slide is available. It's exported to PDF. It's saved on the flow. Um, <clears throat> Now the next thing we wanted to do, we want to send and um, send it to the to the employee. Now let me go and use the Gmail send um, email action. This is where we start doing the mail merge. Uh, so we say, who is it going to? I mean, first of all, where, from who is it going out from? And this this is available based on the connections you create, and you can you can create a new one. Yeah, I can create one at bahidazempi.com or in this case, Wonder Woman, and who is it going to? It's going, you know what, you know, the employee that I'm currently in the context of what I'm doing, who what was uh, the email address, the user ID, and you can CC and all those things. Uh, thank you, thank you, uh, and use a name here, right? I'm constructing it like that as a subject. Now, when I'm constructing the uh, email body, I've got three options. This is where the mail mesh comes into picture. I can use the reach text here, and I can start typing, hi, again, name. Um, we love all complete. Sorry? <laughs> we love all complete. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, especially when you're in the zone. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really good. Uh, we really appreciate your effort. You know, spell check. And the other <laughs> yes, <laughs> maybe lazy. And you can go and format this however you want. You know, uh, you can change the color mm -hmm. red, uh, not the best color for appreciate green, and <clears throat> and make it bold. You can do however you want to do it. Yeah. So that's one way of doing it. And uh, please find your uh, certificate attached. Regards, uh, Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh, no, no, actually, let's put the manager name. Uh, manager, I'm going to zoom out a bit so you can find it. Uh, manager. 
Uh, did I have a manager? Yeah, manager. <clears throat> I put it. I put it there. The manager. So that's one way of doing it, which is pretty cool. And we've got different ways of doing it, um, which I come back to it in a bit. I'll run this. We can do HTML dynamically uh, population, mm -hmm. or we can send it as plain text. One last thing I want to do. Uh, I want to remember we generated a PDF file. I want to attach it to the email. Mm -hmm. So I go here and say, you know, uh, generated slides is the, the action before is this action. It's got something called PDF payload. And wherever in Zenti Word you see payload, that means it's the payload of the file. That's the only thing I need to do. Um, now uh, let's let me quickly run this thing and see, see it in action. Uh, this for the demo, let me actually, because I'm sharing this screen, let me instead of sending it to the user, I'm gonna send everything to Wonder Woman at demo.zenti.com. I'm gonna send it send send it to the same uh, mailbox. Um oh no. uh, I say totally unexpected to you. <laughs> okay. Uh, go back here. And we said this one, the way the process starts is a manual. It's just like manual is really useful right. one off or on demand one. For this one, we're gonna do the same. I'm gonna <clears throat> I start a new one. Um, now, when I'm going to start a new one, I can go and see um, the, the the instance which is being executed, and I can quite click on it. I can see that um, the order is being executed. So it's it's done reading the rows, the fresh building block. Um, so it's going to it's generating in a slide. Um, so it's generated the one. So if I go back here, I should see. The slides got generated, and this is the PDF. And as you see, they, they keep coming up there for tour and all those things. Let me open it, and um, I should have this as um, uh, they should be coming to to here as emails. Uh, see, uh, and it I zoom in a bit, even further. I it respects the formatting you've given it. Uh, it does it, and as simple as that, you can attach a file to it, a file or a collection of files, you know, uh, to the email. <clears throat> so, uh, as you can see, it's easily, I did not have to write any line, line of code, and I can easily get this going, but as I was saying, I'm going to delete this thing because I may run it again. It doesn't end there, you know, because this is just the beginning, basically. You create a process, you automate it, and then uh, we know that uh, processes change, you know, because the market is changing, your company is changing, the politicians change their uh, rules and all those things. Um, and if you come down here, and you wanted to say CC someone on the receiving email, you can do it. And you know what? <clears throat> if you wanted to, um, you said before in sending the um, the certificate. Just to be sure, let me go and get the approval from the manager as well to see if the manager is okay with that, right? Um, so again, that would be as simple as I, I quickly demo that to you. Um, um, that would be as simple as coming here. We've got this task got uh, assigned ta assigned task. Um, I'm gonna assign it to Wonder Woman, but then we can dynamically get the manager uh, from here, or even better. Um, even better, I can do this. I can come here and say that we've got a we've got an action called get manager, right? And this is I can configure it and say, hey, can you please go and get me the manager for this user? And the, what it does, it goes to the Google um, directory services and gets the manager. Now let's let's quickly do it. This is totally unscripted, so I'm just doing fire. <laughs> Uh, let's quickly do it. Uh, I'm going to say uh, get manager's approval. And it's going to be the outcome of the task going to be uh, approval reject. I can change change these things to, and these are the synonyms of the, all those things. And I hold that thought and I show you why we've got this in here. And I can <laughs> add more outcomes, you know, same set for review and everything. And who am I assigning the task to? Uh, assigning the task to uh, get manager, and there must be a primary email address. You, you remember how we went and said, go get the manager, primary email address? Uh, are you 
okay with this just saying hi uh, just gonna go get the full name i guess uh, name full name yeah it should be should be is it okay to send this yeah, one of the core concepts for zenfi is uh, what we call this strongly type so as you can see any action that you perform all the data is available for you to drill in mm -hmm. uh, unlike, so you don't have to do things like json path or trying to figure out a weird thing and it's very it's contextual as well like you could see that we were uh, in the loop we were looping through the rows of sheets and then each item had its own schema there so it knew it had a username it had a name it had a manager etc so we uh, felt that it makes it actually easier for users to quickly drill in without having to know the schematics underneath I think as well the the fact that obviously that you know if for new people coming to Zenfi that they're going to authenticate against their um, workspace account. So I think the thing that's nice with you know for example in the email it knew the aliases that your account had access to. So because of, it's authenticated you into you know kind of you know you know your permissions and data that you've you've got access to it. I think that's a really nice touch. Yeah. So I'm just gonna I do this and um, say eliminate uh, if it's not a clue um, log to history and we can building this block I I explain it to you. So so I create a task, assign it to the manager and wait for the manager to say yes or no. If the manager says yes, uh, I'm gonna continue and generating this thing and send it. If the manager says no, just for auditing purpose, I'm just gonna log something to a logger stream mm -hmm. saying that, uh, what was the manager uh, name? Big blind, rejected, rejected, generating a certificate for, uh, and uh, I use it, uh, Name property, I forgot what it was. Um, the name property. I just log it, then I stop the process. Now let's maybe just quickly publish this thing. Again, in a spread up being totally unscripted, I was going to show you the HTML, but I. Sorry, <laughs> convince what task. We show you the tasks first, and then we go back to the HTML. Now, Okay, I'm really hoping one of them had one their woman as a manager. Oh yeah, actually. <laughs> so the, see, what what happens is that I, I'm getting a, an email saying that that's a email, but uh, that's a task email body I constructed. I can say, "Hi, Wonder Woman, are you okay to generate a certificate for Tony Star?" And uh, I forgot to attach the payload, but I can attach the payload here as well. So I've got two ways of responding to this task. I can click on this and approve or reject, or I can simply reply to the email and say. Yes, no, okay, approve, reject, down, and stop. I'm gonna go and say, just to be sure, let's go and delete all these ones. I'm gonna approve this thing, and the flow should proceed, mm. proceed to the next step, and then, um, what do you message? And then um, I should start generating the document. Let's quickly say where it's at. Now this time you can see got approved um, and the document should be, yeah, say the 20 mm -hmm. got approved, uh, got uh, shown here. So sure. just like that, you can start, and that is what mm. we have seen, I'm sure um, Charles and you, you guys have seen over the time. You start with something small normally and then you build on it because making a change is really, really easy. Absolutely. Um, and so again, when you position this to, the user, the audience, you know, we saw these steps. They're they're essentially logical. Do you vision this as for the, you know, for the average user, or do you think there's a bit of a learning curve? Like, again, is it is this a tool anybody can use? Um, basically, yeah. Basically, we say, you know, uh, if you can draw a flowchart, and you know, your process, right. you must be able to uh, use this tool. Um, Having said that, you know that the whole uh, everyone is getting up to speed with the concept of workflow automation. You know, uh, and uh, the more they play around with it, the easier they get. The more confident you get, you know, and once they get confident, what we have seen is that they really use it well. And because you know that as a process owner, as a workflow owner, you know them, uh, you know the process is really well. Yeah. So. so the, 
so obviously the you know the the use case of a of a mail merge of a content merge is so universal and ubiquitous. But one of the things I love is is not how you just handle just workspace based scenarios. If you scroll down your list on the left hand side, you can see all the other integrations you have. You're not just limited to adoption sheets and slides. Obviously, you hit all of the high notes in workspace, calendar and, and other things. But I love these other integrations. You've got Slack, you got Salesforce, you got Twilio, LinkedIn, you've got, I mean, you got all the top SaaSes or, or other ones. Um, <laughs> what else What else can you do besides, I mean, what are some of the harder use cases that you see? Um, uh, I mean, there's there's quite a few things you can do. I mean, the, the stuff that you've seen from our customer, like some of these things we do it internally, we heavily use things internally like generating NDA like you've got are we not some surface on more broker space you know capturing digital signature would be as easy as uh, dragging and dropping another thing here and mm. configure you know or um, uh, for document generation you know it's uh, we've seen it being used a lot and it can be used internally as well um, contracts because which is document generation you've seen people using it um, um, Zendesk is not uh, integration with Zendesk, and so if you're not surfacing it here at, on the my workspace, Avengers ones actually. But yeah, that's another thing, you know, integration with the Zendesk and all those things happening. Uh, invoice routing, actually, it's a very common thing, you know, uh, it was new to me as well. Uh, we've seen a lot of our requests coming in, you know, customers using it. What what happens is that they're watching a, a mailbox, their suppliers send their invoices to their mailbox, and um, they go and they've got a sheet, which uh, which has got a table, a lookup table of the who internally handles which supplier. They go and look up the person from that thing, send it to that person, and um, 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 and then get the approval and send it to the account payable for payment. Um, the uh, the other the other thing we use it internally uh, is the the whole document approval. And I'll show it. I'll show you guys uh, in a sec, uh, which is a very, very interesting scenario. And we use it for our blog posts. You know, when our content writers write this stuff, you know, I'll show you the approval process we've got. Can I can I just quickly show you the um, a bit more about mail mesh? Do I have time for that? Uh, yeah, I want to ask one question, follow up, and we actually have an audience question along similar sure. lines. Like I see a lot of uh, you know popular integrations in there. Um, can you uh, a extend your own integrations in there, and also how far are you adding some other ones, other common ones out there? For example, like integrations with um, identity providers like Okta. Hmm. So uh, uh, when we built this, we did have extension uh, in mind. So um, um, currently, it's it's not Surface, but uh, there is a possibility for you to go and write your own actions and bring it in. And you can even publish it into our marketplace so others can uh, benefit from that and uh, utilize it as well. And uh, currently, if you have uh, an extension, you can host it up an, as an API. And then within Zenfi, you can make an HTTP call out. And then you can get the information back in. Again, you can strongly type it. And and the rest of the flow can continue from there. So in terms of integrations, um, so we are working through a backlog of um, one of uh, the bigger <laughs> providers. And um, in terms of uh, integration to identity providers, currently we integrate with uh, the Google directory uh, because um, you know your, whatever your Workspace account, um, Zenfi is tied to that and you log in so you get single sign on from there. But uh, we are also looking into extending because we know in certain scenarios, people use an, a different identity provider uh, configured for their system. So uh, for them to being able to uh, configure that. So that's uh, definitely on our roadmap. Um, for now, it's uh, integrated with Google Directory. Awesome. Arvind, you, you also mentioned at the top of the show that you know, you're working with workspace APIs. So um, are, are, are you kind of subject to the same kind of quotas that kind of mere mortals, you know, so for things like email send, you know, the yeah, yes. <laughs> yes, we are. So um, Google does enforce uh, limits on APIs and quotas, and there is um, an overall limit for an app like us, which is quite high, but there is a per user connection limit. So whenever you create a connection, so you are authorizing with your own credentials. So that has a limit as well. So uh, for example, if you are writing mm -hmm. something that is going to send out uh, thousands of emails, 
it might be better not to use the Gmail action. And uh, so we have uh, built-in integrations to say SendGrade or something like that. So you could do that because that's more geared to sending mm -hmm. out mail campaigns. So that is something to be mindful of. Yeah, I had a question about, um, like in the example you had, you had a Google spreadsheet. A lot of people leverage Google Sheets as like their little database. <laughs> so I was thinking of a status column, right? To say, okay, here, here's the status of the workflow, let's say approval process. Then my next, I mean, is it possible to update uh, the Google spreadsheet in your workflow? Question number two, what if someone's on vacation and it's timely? Is there an escalation feature to uh, report to another person? Yeah, um, so yeah, so let's just start going to, uh, thanks for asking the first question because I really wanted to jump into the blog uh, post approval process we've got internally and I show you uh, what we're doing there. Uh, I first start answering your question. Um, it is it is possible to update the, um, uh, the sheets um, and we, we use it for um, for some of the auditing purpose. So if I, if I go down here, I just quickly drag and drop it. Uh, there is an update cell. Right. Um, it, it's the same the same story. I just go and select uh, the same <clears throat> the same sheet quickly. So because uh, we saw it and we're familiar with it. Um, uh, was it uh, employees? Actually, let me go do this. Let me add uh, another column. Um, I just call a status, right? Um, go back here, um, just like the sheet name, employee down. I just hard code this value and say it has headers. Um, uh, and it's, it's, it's loading the value name, uh, which, which one we want to do it. If, if this is the case, if you just want to update one, one set, right? Now, uh, and you can go and say, you know, you know how I had the status column, um, go and set it to done. It can be hard-coded like everything else or it can be done, or you can mm -hmm. go and uh, we've got update row. If you want to do multiple at the same time, i quickly do that as well, just to show you. Um, uh, I mean, just a, a general comment is, you know, I've seen a lot of add-ons that you know, do parts of this, and you know, they'll do it for a form, you know, in terms of, a, you know, a, an automation flow. What I think is really nice about the way you've approached this is, you know, you're, you're creating one space where you've got all these different services that you can interact with. So, yeah, you know, you're, you're not turning it into a piecemeal solution to the problem where you've got and one add-on that does that, another add-on that does that, and so on, and it can get quite messy. The fact that we, you know, there is a platform you can go to, mm. and um, people can start doing all these different things. And it looks like monitoring is quite a key feature of this. You know, you mentioned logging. So, uh, yeah, in terms of the yeah. logging, is there like your own the Zenfi log of of actions that people can monitor? Yeah, absolutely. So there are different ways of approaching this. One is uh, like uh, one I said or was suggesting use sheets, you know, uh, mm -hmm. for some of the things for auditing and logging purpose, you know, this person responded to that one. Or you could use, you could always use the Zenfi log. Uh, we were saying, I'm just going to step out of this one, um, uh, recent ones. Um, you can you can monitor the Zenfi mm -hmm. log, you know, some of these things have failed uh, you can go and see why they have failed what happened or someone rejected you know and you can you can what we call log a stream you can actually keep adding yourself into it based on your requirements what is important for you to capture um, and the best news is that they all stay with you they're all specific to your own workspace it's not shared or uh, whatever um sorry so the second question you asked what yes, what's about, yes um, escalation. So let's say 24 hours goes by. Do you send a nudge email or yeah, do you yeah. escalate it to a different person? Escalation? Sure. Yeah. So um, if, you, if I scroll down here, so we've got expiry and you've got reminder. Um, escalation, I guess, again, this is my de demo panel. Uh, we do have escalation. It's, it's not surface on my, it's not enabled on these things. So these are all feature flag 
but uh, you can say uh, the same way, you know, send send two reminders, each one, um, sorry, after, send number of reminders, two reminders after uh, uh, one, one day, two days or whatever. Or if, you, if you really hate someone, send uh, <laughs> 10 reminders every one minute, you know. <laughs> we need that to the fall. Do it, um, do it. Yeah. So, so and, and, uh, surprisingly, sorry, surprisingly, that's we actually have got someone who does the security um, monitoring things, you know, because it's mission critical when the task get assigned, they need to act and quickly and then configure the monitors throughout every minute. So, uh, obviously, most folks tuning into this are developers or solution creators. You showed a no code solution that, in some ways, could put them. <laughs> out of business, but more importantly, my, my, my question is, how do you see this kind of fitting in in somebody who is a solution provider, whether you're IT and you work for a company um, or you know, you're building solutions for customers as a consultant or something, um, do you see, because one thing I was curious about, some of those workflows can get complex, the business rules can get complex, doing the analysis can get complex. I think there's a business opportunity there, but this is a way I can create my own flows and templates that I could actually provide for customers or share or sell. Is there a market opportunity for somebody who wants to use Zenfi as a platform tool for themselves? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. So for, um, you've got a partnership program with Zenfi, right? Um, and then uh, those partners are developers, SI companies, and all those things. So what, what happens is then it becomes just another tool in the toolbox. It's suitable for certain scenarios. For certain scenarios, we've got, a, we've got a tool that you have to do custom coding. But uh, no, absolutely. So when what we have seen, you know, we learn a lot from our partners, the people working for you know, we learn a lot from them. Um, and also, uh, we see that, you know, the big clients, because we work with the, with the partners, you know, the support and working with the clients, the clients are a lot happier because uh, it, it's not like, we, we, as developers, as, you know, we become really uh, good at this understanding, you know, it's not a, you cannot use the same solution for everything, you know, you just keep optimizing and some solutions are uh, really suitable for Zenfi um, offering and some are, Good for the other ones. It's just that another tool becomes in the toolbox when they go and meet their clients. They're more equipped to provide better solutions. So I, I'm curious. Let's flip it around for a second. I'm curious. You use every nook and cranny and API of the workspace platform, which I think is wonderful. I mean, a lot of people don't want to go down to the bowels of learning how to do all those things. Like you save so much time for folks. Let me ask you, you guys did all the heavy lifting. Were there any real technical difficulties or challenges or areas you went, wow, this is hard, or you had a you know, find a path or a workaround? And if so, you know, do you have any advice for anybody who's trying to build, you know, their own kind of integrations or tools? Like what, what was your experience like building on Workspace? So uh, that, that's an interesting question. So when we started, I mean, uh, the APIs are really good. Uh, documentation is really good. Um, so we ran into a few issues. Uh, I mean, every system has has its own issues, right? So we ran into a few issues. Like, for example, uh, you could start a workflow from a Google form. So we had to establish a trigger, and then you had to do it through App Script. And the way that you do it was a bit limited uh, in, in how it was exposed. So we are hoping that going forward, uh, you know, the, the Google team would uh, enhance that and give us uh, new options there. And uh, knowing, um, you know, finding out some of the limitations, like for example, um, uh, you know, it's interesting. You said um, uh, a lot of people use Sheets as, as a database, right? And we we've also seen that, and uh, that's why we have built specific things where let's say you have a, um, a currency uh, code sheet and you can use a simple action to look up. So if you have a currency code, you can say, look up this by this column and you get the value out, right? And then in one of our testings, when we were writing sheets, uh, you know, in concurrency, because in Zenfi, um, uh, even uh, you can really optimize your process. Like um, when Bahid showed you, we were looping through one at a time, but we also have something called a parallel for each loop, which basically fans it out. So when we were writing things to um, sheets, um, there, there were like concurrency uh, issues uh, when inserting. So that was something to um, think about if you're using it, it exactly like a database. And if you're using it very heavily, then it might be um, there might be something else better suited uh, for that scenario. But um, yeah, and um, 
things like uh, the other things I would say is, uh, I mean, if you're starting your um, a Google journey and if you want to get your OAuth certified, just make sure you do that, uh, begin that process early because <laughs> there will be a few back and forth. Verification, yeah. yeah. who for it would be a headache? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it has to be done. So. <laughs> I, I have a question for you. I think if I was a, a user or even a developer, I, I could easily, easily fall in love with this product, right? I mean, it takes so much of the worry and work away and allows you to do things flexibly. But one of these skeptical audiences out there is the enterprise IT admin, the person who's in charge of the decision of turning it on. How do you um, how do you either calm them or attract them or make them realize this, this is not some shadow IT thing? This is hmm. such a benefit. How, what's the messaging you tell uh, or, or, or what are the tools that you give admins to make them feel really effective and, and able to turn this on? Yeah, that's, that's a very co uh, good question. And we see that uh, quite often. Uh, and uh, we've seen uh, certain scenarios where people actually lock down saying that you can't install anything from the marketplace. Um, it has to go through IT. So when we built um, Zenfi and specifically on our enterprise here, we made sure um, there is auditing built in and there is things like um, chargeback, there is a quota caps that uh, admins can set for different workspaces and you can actually whitelist or allow only a certain connections that you can that your users can use in your um, uh, in your workspaces so all around governance and we have a, a good permission uh, a control system so you can easily revoke access if that's needed or you can find grain control who gets access to what and how it's shared within your Zenfi workspace as well. That's awesome. That's actually really super helpful. Uh, as a follow-up to that, are there any admin reports uh, that someone could generate to see how maybe 50 users in the domain are, are using it? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So um, uh, when Arvin and the team was, was saying this thing was being built, it was built with the whole uh, auditing and uh, policy management in mind. And reporting is part of it so they can do chargeback or they can see what's happening. You know, it's HR team, you know, the workspace HR has come and has uh, got, is they're using all the quotas that we've got. So we've got to charge them more or sales. So yeah, the, the all can be done centrally from the central admin. We, we see a lot within the app script community. There's, uh, there seems to be a very strong education. You know, there, there seems to be a lot of teachers um, learning to code um, and potentially, they don't need to learn to code anymore. Are are there, you know, is are you seeing a lot of educators coming to your platform, or do you see other markets coming in more strongly? Uh, no, actually, we, we you see quite a few that edu uh, user coming in, and uh, I mean, we always knew, you know, Google is really uh, big in the education space, but uh, it was pretty it's pretty interesting to see, you know. Coming in from different spectrum, you know, small schools to uh, bigger universities, you cannot say the names, you know, coming in and they, um, they're trying to solve a problem or two, you know, uh, a lot of them doing for um, student onboarding and all those things, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so we still investigating those areas, trying to get in touch more with them to understand it more, but we definitely see the, uh, the appetite there, there for them, you know, to do, do all those things. So if people do want to get in touch with you and just, you know, make nudges like, can we have the Classroom API <laughs> feature request and just go to the website and they'll find? Yeah, I mean, um, we've got our user voice um, and a lot of things we do, we turn on is just driven by the users, you know, and ask us and uh, there is a lot of them, and pretty much all of them are driven by the request coming to their users. I'll, I'll put the link up there, you know, uh, for our own websites also, we've got the suggestions. You know, I'll, I'll put the link in the chat window for their user voice. Just please uh, put the put the ideas there or just email us directly. You know, you, you just love to hear from uh, whether it's a user, whether you guys as a community, as IT professionals, as I said, just learning a lot from our uh, just talking to the people except Martin and Charles and Stephen, you know, it just and we love to learn more and more. I, I assume if folks go to your website, they can trial, uh, you know, get it there pretty easily. Perfect. Okay. Uh, we do have a, we, we have a kind of a leading question from Kevin, and I was afraid to ask it, but I'm going to ask it. <laughs> uh, 
And what is the future of Zenfi? And are, are there any talks to, with Google to make it a core service application? In other words, has anybody talked acquisition? No. <laughs> Too soon? Um, it, it's impressive. Um, you know, what, what, where do you plan to take it? Where do you plan to go? Uh, we just, um, with, I mean, we're just getting started. Let's put it that way. We're just getting started with uh, Google ecosystem. We just personally, uh, the more I use it, um, the more I like, I love it. You know, I've, uh, I've created uh, a lot of things and we're just getting started. We've been integrating a lot more with Google and uh, as we learn how people are using, how we can help them solve the problem better and quicker. Let me, um, ask, let me ask the dog food question. Um, you guys run a business. You guys have things to do. You're not just the creators of the platform. You're users of the platform. What's your favorite time-saving Zenfi flow that you use to make your day better? I mean, we've got a things internally. It's a bit cliche. We say if you run it twice, you have to automate it, right? You just do and we do it. If I if I show you your tenant, our tenant, you know, um, all the sign-up processes. All the report generations, we keep being a SaaS company, we monitor our usages and stuff. Um, all the, any any other reports that we need to get based on our roles, they're all generated through Zenfi, and they're, like, majority of them using Sheets. We use HubSpot, I can say that, as a, our CRM. There's a lot of heavy integration with the two, but mm -hmm. uh, all the, uh, what we call lead nation, the business sign-up, you know, you, Get, keep getting an e email from us, you know, if you need help on all those things. Partner requests, as you can see, just to start by forms. So basically all these things, they're, 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 they automate them, they're doing their thing, we just get the result. So we, none of us have got to go and copy paste data or generate a sh this thing and that thing. And it just, and that's how we can, uh, we have been able to free up our time internally, you know, and on it. Focus on this stuff, you know, um, that we, we need to focus on more sites. Yeah, that's awesome. There's probably so many processes that you never would have written code for to get it done in the first mm -hmm. place. Now you use the automated automatically and it's it's good to go. Like you said, I think, and you mentioned this when we talked prior, you know, one of your number one things that you build this tool for is so you can get back to real work and do things that are important and, and leave all the details to the platform to automate things. That's yeah. Absolutely. I like exactly. look at anyone wanna sign up, we've got do have free offering and um you know what one of the things we always wanted to do was uh just democratize the no code. It's still we understand it's new and there's platforms out there doing a great platform, but we have seen you know the barrier to entry is a bit higher for a normal user and they don't so they don't get to play around with it. Uh, they may not necessarily use it now, but as long as they know there's a tool like that that can yeah. go back. Um, so the hmm. free offering just Feel free to get on there. You know, if you need any help, we trust any one of us more than happy to. Yes. For me as well, you know, even for developers, you know, we're as Charles mentioned, we're solutions engineers, and you know, if we know of a platform where you know we can save ourselves actually writing code, but still delivering a solution uh, to our customer, I think that that that's a big win. Um, so yeah, well, I think we're getting close to end of time. So um, uh, as part of the show, we'll put up all the links um, that we've mentioned in the show. Um, uh, so you can go and find out more about Zenfi if you want to. I think uh, personally, I think it's been great to have a, an insight to the platform, but also your philosophy and your approach to this as well. And just, you know, some of your tips around um, working with Workspace APIs and, and what you can get out of them, um, from what you've shown us, clearly a lot. But um, you, you've clearly also put a lot in yourself. Any final thoughts, Charles or Steve, before we close up? Not at all. I just see a lot of great promise, and uh, I want to thank you guys for you know a having faith in our platform to build on it, and B for putting the effort in to get this far. I, you know, I'm I'm blown away by all the actions and all the uh, uh, you know all the different flows you can create. I think we only tipped the iceberg today. Uh, so the very few things, but uh, you continue success and, and keep on uh, keep on building. We love it. Yeah, I guess my comment is: anytime you solve pain points, my hat is off to you. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
And um, also, thanks for the people who've been uh, contributing through in the chat. So I can see Daniel's been enjoying the show as well, and also um, Steve Larson. Uh, thanks for your contributions as well, Steve. We we got to your uh, all your questions as well. So um, thanks very much, uh, Arvin and Vahid. So um, we'll hopefully see you all again um, quite soon on Totally Unscripted. Uh, until then, happy scripting. Thank, Thank you, you very so much. much for having us. Thank you. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye.